And if, like David said, if you spend $40 on Upwork and you go have a, a list of 500 potential affiliates, now you can email them and all of a sudden you end up with 10 or 20 or 40 affiliates and they're all driving you collectively 10 sales a month each. All of a sudden you went from, you know, from, from no business to having 400 sales a month or something. And it, it isn't always that easy, but, but sometimes it can be that easy. Welcome to the Boss Club Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you grow your business faster, more profitably, and with fewer mistakes. And now your hosts, David Grubbs and Charlie Gassmeyer. Welcome back to episode number seven of the Boss Club Podcast. This is Charlie Gassmeyer, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, David Grubbs. We've got an awesome episode for you today that I think this could really be transformational for your business. And it's the topic of affiliate marketing. And as first-time entrepreneurs, a lot of us don't really understand that affiliate marketing, affiliate advertising can be a really, really game-changing way to grow your business, even when it's really, really small. Um, and so we want to kind of cover the, the nuts and bolts A to Z on what are what is affiliate marketing marketing kind of do you have to how do you set up an affiliate program or affiliate networks whatever how do you pay people etc I want want to give you all that information because I think if you implement it even on a small scale it can really really help you drive some sales on on relative autopilot so you'll see what I mean uh, by that as we go along with the episode but just briefly to kind of start out we got to define what is affiliate marketing if you've never even heard of it in its simplest form basically an affiliate program means that uh, other people, whether it's blogs or other businesses or whoever, can promote your product and get a commission anytime a sale is made. It's kind of like having a commission-only sales force, which is really the, the best of both worlds because you have out you have people out there promoting your business really actively, but they only get paid when, when you sell something. So yes, you're paying them, but you've already made a sale, so you have money to then go pay them with. And it, it's a really, really beautiful thing. And you can get some, some crazy volume. And, and David has some experience in this, uh, getting to that really, really meaningful volume. Uh, but but it, it, it can be powerful even on a small scale. So again, we want to walk you through kind of the, the nuts and bolts of how to go even set up one of these affiliate programs for, for your first time business. And so before we do that, just want to kind of give the lay of the land uh, of the spectrum of different types of affiliate programs you can do. Um, it's really important to kind of understand what we're talking about here on the spectrum before we dive into the details. So I'm going to let David kind of kind of cover that spectrum. So uh, David, tell, tell us kind of the, the range uh, of affiliate programs here. You're absolutely right. There is a spectrum when it comes to creating an affiliate program for your small business. In fact, I kind of look at it as a hierarchy, which starts with a self-hosted option or a self-hosted solution. And so there's actually software out there that you can automatically plug into your existing website that allows you to launch an affiliate network pretty inexpensively and very quickly. And what this does is it allows you to create unique links for anyone that wants to promote your product or service. And anytime someone clicks that link and then makes a purchase, they will then receive a commission as a result of that. So it's a great kind of automatic way to be able to track all these commissions and keep track of where the sales are coming from. And so this is something that is self-hosted. And so you're going to need to go promote this program to people that might promote your product or service. So you have to go promote this to other affiliates uh, or perhaps they'll find you and sign up through your site. But it's not like being part of a network where there's thousands of people on this uh, site looking for services like yours. So it's, it's a little bit more manual in that once you launch it, you need to start promoting it. So that leads me to the second option, which is actually affiliate networks. And affiliate networks are basically what that is. It's a network of affiliates and merchants. And so this is an eBay-like or Match.com-like site where um, the site is actually connecting people that like to promote goods and services. So this is like YouTubers, bloggers, 
Um, you know, influencers of all flavors and kinds, even news sources and news outlets will come to uh, sites like this. And they're basically looking for unique products and services to be able to promote on their website that's relevant to the content that they're providing. And so if you've got a mommy blogger that's looking for baby products, that's kind of a perfect example or perfect fit. Um, and so what merchants then do is post their products and services and then the associated affiliate commissions. And so then you're com- competing with other aff- Uh, merchants on those websites based on uh, kind of your commission structure and and how much you're willing to pay out. And so what's great about affiliate networks is you're automatically exposed to thousands of affiliates across the world that may be interested in promoting your product or service. They come in two basic flavors. So you've got self-managed, which are basically you sign up and you manage the whole thing. So you need to reach out to affiliates on the network so you can kind of do a search and filter affiliates based on, you know, category, what demographics they go after and and et cetera. And then you have managed affiliate networks and uh, managed networks typically go after larger volumes uh, merchants. So if you're doing lots and lots of sales every month and you're starting to generate a lot of revenue from the network, you may actually get assigned a manager, account manager that helps you go find affiliates or what's called super affiliates, affiliates that have a lot of volume. You can send a lot of sales. And so you kind of work your way up this food chain. You start out with a handful of sales, then you get better and better at this. You start inviting affiliates to your network. You start promoting uh, your products and services. You start making more sales from these affiliates. And as you grow and get bigger and bigger, you get more and more services. And so then you get assigned account manager and all of a sudden they start, you know, doing some promotion for you and finding the super affiliates. And then you start making more and more sales. And so this is kind of how one of my businesses took off is, is we started out by launching on an affiliate network and we very quickly grew and, and had an account manager. And then we were uh, finding super affiliates, uh, these very large promoters uh, to promote our products and services. And then we eventually got upgraded to the next and the highest level of a affiliate option here is called a CPA network. And CPA networks are invitation only. And so you have to be invited as a merchant or you have to be invited as an affiliate to this network And every merchant and every affiliate has a dedicated manager. And it's basically like a private matching service. So these are big companies and big affiliates that are then matched together by, you know, oftentimes in-person meetings. You'll go to events and you meet them in person. They start promoting your your goods or services. And this is kind of high volume. So you kind of work your way up the hierarchy. And what's interesting is you get exponentially more sales the higher you go. So it's not a linear thing. The the higher you go, it, it can grow very, very, very rapidly as a result of that. So in kind of summary, there are kind of three different levels uh, or ways that you can implement an affiliate program for your small business. You can do a self-hosted option where you're running it through your own website and your own software platform. You can go to an affiliate network that allows you to connect with thousands of other affiliates uh, across the globe. And there's also the CPA network, which is kind of that private invite only segment where you're getting lots and lots of volume, but they also have minimums. Now, there's some pros and cons. What's great about the self-hosted solution is it's very low cost, you know, 20, 30 bucks a month. And it's something you can set up right away. I mean, there's some manual work revolved because you have to actually promote and actually reach out affiliates and get them to sign up with your service. But it's a great way to get started and can create some initial sales for you. I recommend you start this way just because it allows you to learn along the way without having to spend a lot of money up front. Moving up the food chain as you go to affiliate networks, they can be quite expensive. There's a large affiliate network that we've used before called ShareASale that actually has a $600 setup fee. And so there's definitely a barrier there to be able to get in. 
And if it doesn't work out for you, then it, you know, you already spent the $600 just to get into the network. And not only that, but they have monthly fees associated with it. So there's definitely some costs involved, but what's great about it is just like eBay or match.com and those kinds of sites is you have access instantly to tens of thousands of people across the globe that can promote your product or service. So that's one of those things where I really recommend you get your feet wet with the self-hosted option. And then if, if you, as you learn and continue to grow, you might move into a share sale. And then CPA networks, um, they're wildly expensive. But if you're doing the right volume and you're, you're at that level, then it can be extremely profitable for you. But they're going to have thresholds and minimums, you know, X number of thousands of sales per month, X number of, you know, commissions and those sorts of things. And so that's that's kind of one of those stages that will come your way once you're at that level and you're ready to go. So anyway, those are kind of the pros and cons of the three different levels. But there's definitely a segment of products and services that fit well for this form of marketing. It's not for everybody. So Charlie, can you talk a little bit more about what works and kind of what doesn't for this kind of vertical? Yeah, so certain products and services definitely work better than others. A few things on the list here as to um, what would be a good fit for affiliate programs. If you're selling anything that, that's a digital in nature, like a digital good, so ebooks or guides or cookbooks or courses or whatever, these are these can be really, really good because they typically have extremely high margins. Even if you're selling something for $50, you probably have $49.99 of margin in that ebook that you're delivering. And so you have a lot of room to play with commissions uh, to really incentivize your affiliates. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. So digital products inherently have high margin, can be really good for uh, for affiliates. Um, similarly, you know, physical goods that that are easily shipped, um, you know, either either because they're small, they're lightweight, and they're high high value items. Um, those can be be good things. If you're selling like really really difficult things to ship or services that that you just like can't offer to another part of the country, that this is a bad fit. So physical goods that are that are easily shipped can be good. Um, I think even more importantly than what you're selling is also just looking at the sales price of the item, and you kind of want to. Um, you kind of want to triangulate the, the, the price towards two things. One, that based on your affiliate commission that you give to someone, it's actually making the affiliate money. So it's worth their time to go promote. You want a sales price that's high enough for them to make money. But you also don't want a sales price so high that no one's ever actually going to buy the thing because then no one gets, no one gets commissioned and nothing ever happens. So there's not perfect math to this, but we find that products that are 40 to $250 or so can be really, really uh, good for affiliate marketing because it, it's a low enough price that people can make somewhat impulsive decisions, like an impulse, an impulse buy on, cause it's just not that much money at the end of the day. So, um, they're likely to purchase it, but it's enough money that even if you give a 10% or a 20% commission, that starts to add up to some real money for the affiliate. So it actually is worth their time to go promote your product. So 40 to $250, not, not perfect science there, but that's kind of a sweet spot there where, where things can work really, really well. Um, and then on the other hand, just shortly, Things that don't work well is kind of the opposite of what I just said. So low margin businesses. If you're, if you're selling a food item that you've only got a 10% margin, well, think about it. Even if you want to offer a 10% commission on it, you're at a 0% margin at that point. So you got to have money left over in your gross, um, in your gross profit to be able to commission people and, and possibly commission people aggressively. So if you have a really low margin business, not going to be a good fit, uh, for affiliate marketing. And then also products that are very, very inexpensive. So, you know, if it's less than 20 or $30, um, you know, even if you want to give out a 20% commission on a $10 item, well, that's $2. You know, it's hard to get rich <laughs> making $2 commissions unless you have a lot of them. But um, so any kind of really low priced item 
typically isn't going to be a great fit. And then kind of like I mentioned above, um, is any kind of like local services or things that, that you would really just can't offer elsewhere in the country. So part of the beauty of affiliates is that you're going to find people all over the place, perhaps even internationally that are going to promote your business. And so if you can, if you can deliver your good either physically or digitally uh, anywhere in the country or anywhere in the state or anywhere in the world, then that just unlocks that many more affiliates that can actually push your business because it doesn't, it doesn't have to be hyper localized where you can only service things within three blocks of your house. <laughs> I mean, your only affiliates are going to be your neighbors, which is not that many people. So, uh, those are kind of some of the, the things to think through. Um, last thing I'd say on this though is that if you're, if you're hearing this and you think, man, I'm selling cake pops for, for $4 each. Um, I, this isn't going to work for me. I would just encourage you to kind of challenge your assumptions. Is there a way that you can adjust your offer, adjust what you're selling or in what format you are selling it to, to where it could be a good fit for uh, affiliate sales? So instead of just selling, you know, one $4 kick pop, well, maybe now you only sell them in bundles of 30 or $40, um, and, and change the offer there to where, okay, yeah, I could actually run an affiliate program on this and give out an aggressive commission to where it would be worth someone's time to actually promote it for me. So, don't get too discouraged if on the surface you're like, ah, this isn't a good fit. But if you know you're definitely not a good fit, like lawn mowing services or something within only, you know, your neighborhood radius, it's probably not going to be a good fit. So you just got to be realistic, but but also try to see if you can make it work. So a uh, good checklist to kind of go through. So uh, with all of that in mind, David, kind of let, let, let's boil all of it back for a second. We've thrown a lot of information out here, kind of the, the range of affiliate programs, the different types of businesses that are good fit, uh, a good fit for affiliate programs. But Boiling all that down, if you're a first-time entrepreneur, you're a student, and you have a product business, where would you start with an affiliate program? So I think you're absolutely right. You got to take a very um, honest look at your product or service and see if this is a good fit for you. If you can make some tweaks to your product, maybe bundle it up and increase your average order value, and it, it works at that point, then great. But if, if it's not a good fit, then hey, it's not a good fit. I would go find other verticals and don't spend your time or money uh, focused here. If it is a good fit, as we've talked about before, we really recommend that you get started with a self-hosted option. And so if you're using Wix or Shopify or Squarespace or one of those website builders, you can actually go to their app marketplace and search for affiliate programs and see what options you have available to you. Usually it's a one-click install. And so I would just roll with whatever is most recommended uh, that's already in their app marketplace and you can get started there. Most of them are for you know 20 or $30 a month and it's a pretty easy way to get started. So once you've decided you want to move forward and you've kind of selected a path, Charlie, what kind of some of the settings that you need to, to create and make sure that you're setting yourself up for success from the get-go? Yeah, so there are three main things you're going to have to do once you set up you know, a self-hosted affiliate program. Um, there's two settings that I'm going to cover. And then, David, I'll let you kind of talk about recruiting affiliates and things. That's the third. But the first two are two settings that you're going to you're going to have to decide. And the first is what kind of commissions to give out. So you, you kind of heard us referencing some different numbers. Um, and, and ultimately, it's up to you. Do you want to give a 2% commission on sales? Do you want to give a 99% commission on sales? Uh, really, there's no right or wrong, but there are a few kind of general guides we can give. Um, as a high level description here, the higher you set your commission as a, as a person, 
percentage, the, the more incentivized your affiliates are going to be to actually promote your product. Because think about it, there's more in the, there's more in it for them. They get more every time someone makes a purchase. So they're going to want to promote your business more and more and more. But on the other hand, then that means you make less and less and less. So it's kind of a delicate balance between volume and margin here. So with that in mind, like I would go as aggressive as you can, but, but some benchmarks to be aware of, um, maybe I can describe here. So if you take like Amazon, for example, Amazon is one of the biggest, if not the biggest affiliate program in the world. And they have different, um, percentages for different categories of items and things, but generally it's like single digits. So uh, right now at, at Airplane Academy, when I'm recommending products on Amazon, I'm usually getting like a three, three and a half percent commission, which is very, very small. Um, and, and it's been decreasing over time. So that's a bad affiliate program. So I would not do single digits. Um, if you're anywhere in kind of the 10 to 20 percent range, that's that's generally accepted. Um, I'd say you're, you're, you're definitely going to be, um, in the running with other affiliate programs. But if you can do 20 or more uh, percent on your commission, then, then I would, I would consider that as aggressive. People are going to, you know, if you say, Hey, we give out a 40 percent commission on all sales, um, that's going to turn some heads. That's going to be very interesting to, to people and say, wow, okay, it's a 60 40 split here. This is really worth my time to, uh, to promote. But again, it kind of comes back to a, a delicate balance between the, the volume you're hoping to get and, and the profit margin you're hoping to end up with. So, uh, th- those are some things to consider. So first you got to decide what kind of commission structure you want to give. And then the second component, is you got to figure out what cookie window you want to assign for your affiliate program. So what do I mean by that? In, in its simplest terms, it basically means like how, how long of a window do you want to give someone between clicking the unique affiliate link and actually making a purchase where they can still get credit for it. So I'll give you an example. So if someone recommends your product and, and someone actually clicks on it, how long do they still have to get to get uh, credit for making that sale? Is it two days? Is it 30 days? Is it a year? And um, you got to be careful here. And I would say generally, it's usually like 30 to 60 days is kind of a kind of a normal uh, cookie window. Um, the thing is, if you if you start to do a much shorter cookie window, then it, it's less incentivizing for the affiliate to push your product because if they really want to push your product and they put your links everywhere and they've only got like 48 hours to make a purchase, there's probably a lot of people that will end up purchasing that don't actually get credited to the affiliate. And so the affiliate doesn't get paid. And so they're less incentivized to, to make a purchase or, or, or to uh, be promoting your product. On the other hand, if you say, hey, we got a cookie window of a year, well, then you might accidentally end up paying out a lot more commissions that are not really attributable to any of those affiliates because someone might have clicked on their unique tracking link like 11 months ago, totally forgot about your business, and then came across your marketing um, again, and you did all the work to sell them, but then you accidentally end up paying out that affiliate 11 months ago who, who promoted your link at first. So that's not that's not a very good fit either, but it's good for the affiliate. So again, there's, there's kind of a balance here in, in all things of how aggressive you want to be in your affiliate program. But if you do anything from like 30 to 60 days, maybe even just start with 30 days, you'll be you'll be very in the center of kind of what's out there in the market and, and people will be very happy with your affiliate program. So commission structure, cookie window. And then the last thing you'll have to do in setup is actually go to work recruiting affiliates if you decide to go kind of with the self-hosted route. So, uh, David, why don't you talk a little bit about some of the things we've learned trying to recruit affiliates? So if you've been with us long enough, you know that we really try to help you avoid the build it and they will come mentality. 
Um, now that you've got an affiliate network set up, it's time to go promote it and go find affiliates to actually start promoting your products or services. And so these may be YouTubers, they may be bloggers, they may be, you know, on Instagram, Facebook, you know, insert social media platform of your choice. It's basically anyone with an audience that is likely to buy your product or service. So you're going to you know, want to narrow this down to a list of folks that have that type of audience. And then you're going to want to go contact them and see if they'd be willing to pro- promote your product or service. You're going to need to build a relationship with them. And so there's some easy ways that you could build this list relatively quickly. Uh, Upwork is a great site for this. It's, it's basically an hourly gig platform where you can go find people that are willing to do part-time work for you relatively inexpensively. In fact, you can hire people overseas that will help you as well and on a relatively low budget. So if, if you've got a kind of a list of you know several hundred uh, potential affiliates and you need to go collect their contact information, you can hire someone Upwork to do that and get a list for like 20, 30, 40 bucks. And so it's a great way to save your time and also get this list of affiliates. And then you can put them into an email funnel and you can actually just email them all and maybe email a few hundred and you get five or 10 affiliates. And that's a very quick way to start generating very regular month to month sales for your business, uh, especially if you've got a good commission structure. So really recommend Upwork and kind of automating this process a little bit. The other thing that will be very attractive to affiliates if you want to kind of up your game a little bit is to actually include some collateral. And so what do I mean by that? Well, I mean, you know, if you've got sample banner ads, you've got product images, you've got uh, logo files and kind of all this digital assets ready to go to help them create ads for your business. That goes a long way to reduce their workload and it makes it easier for them to promote your product or service. And not only that, but you actually can kind of control the branding a little bit. So if if you want a particular color scheme or you're trying to get a certain look and feel, if you could include that collateral in some sort of packet up front, um, that can make it really easy on them to go do that. And they may choose you over someone else just because you made it easy on them. Yeah, that, that's such a good point on, on trying to go out of your way to, to create collateral and, and assets for, for your affiliates to, to help promote you. As you're saying all this, the thing that comes to mind for me is that I, I think a lot of us can kind of get bogged down in how do I create the software? What commissions should I give out? Like there's, there's nuts and bolts things that can feel like really rewarding when you're setting it up and it, it feels like progress, but really where your most progress and, and most money is made is actually recruiting affiliates, figuring out how to, to really help them drive you sales. And so if you're going to go create an affiliate program, I would just try to get through the, the software, the technicality, the, the nuts and bolts as quickly as you can, and then spend all of your time, effort, energy, and resources on finding affiliates. And if, like David said, if you spend $40 on Upwork and you go have a, a list of 500 potential affiliates, now you can email them and all of a sudden you end up with 10 or 20 or 40 affiliates and they're all driving you collectively 10 sales a month each. All of a sudden you went from, you know, <laughs> from, from no business to having 400 sales a month or something. And it, it, isn't always that easy, but, but sometimes it can be that easy. And so I would, uh, just to sum all that up, I, I would just really focus on trying to recruit affiliates. I, I get excited about this stuff because I think that's where the money is made. Um, and so I'd encourage you to do the same. Just to kind of wrap things up, want to share just one brief example of, of how this is working uh, at Airplane Academy. And, and I, I'm actually going to take it from the opposite direction here because at Airplane Academy, I'm serving as the affiliate. 
um, in this instance. And so you can kind of get it from, from a different point of view here. So recently I, I did kind of a case study where I found a product. Uh, it was aviation flashcards. Now that might not sound very novel, but in aviation, there's, David can attest to this too. There's so much to know. Like there's so much knowledge and all the books that you learn all of it in are, are like this thick. And if you're just listening to the podcast and aren't on the video version here in our courses, I'm, I'm holding my, my, my fingers about four inches apart. It's like a whole encyclopedia of stuff you have to know. And so it can be really hard to review. And so these flashcards that I found are perfect. It's like the perfect review. Uh, and so I wanted to promote it to the audience. So the the merchant, the flashcard company, had an affiliate program. It was self-hosted through a service thing called Affiliately. It's like 20 bucks a month. So this is a perfect example. Everything we're talking about here, this is all real stuff. And so I went and signed up and I, I asked him, I said, hey, would you mind sending me, you know, this is my audience. I'd love to promote it to them. Would you mind sending me uh, a pair of, or set of your flashcards so I can review it and promote it to my audience? So he sent it to me. I really love them. And I put out a video uh, and it was about eight minutes long. And only I only talked about these flashcards for the first 90 seconds of this video, okay? Like a very small percentage of the overall video. And in a few weeks, I drove 225 sales to that merchant. It was crazy. I, I thought, I don't know, maybe I'll drive like 10 sales or something. There were hundreds. And from that, I made well over a thousand dollars of revenue just from, just from mentioning that and having an affiliate link down in the description. And so it, it not, it's not always that easy, but a lot of times it is that easy. And so if you have, if you're the flashcard business and you want to find people like Airplane Academy where, where I have the, the people that that guy's looking for, it's a perfect fit. So give me an affiliate link. Let me promote it. We both win. And that's what happened. But, but lastly, the, the, the thing I'm most excited about was not that one little video because that was great to, to send him a, a few hundred sales, get commissions and all that. But what's more powerful now is that I'm kind of starting to include that promotion. So those flashcards into all of my email series. So when, when people are signing up every day on the site to get into my email funnels and things, that's one of the first emails they get. That's me promoting and saying, Hey, I found these flashcards. They're awesome. And so literally now since that, since that video posted as of today, I've driven another like 80, 80 to a hundred sales just on autopilot because every new person that comes into kind of my ecosystem at Airplane Academy, they are being notified about these flashcards. And so I'm making, I'm making sales literally every day on this flashcards website and he's making money every single day. And so I've kind of started to build part of my business around this one affiliate opportunity. So the, the point I'm trying to make is that for your business, if you have a good compelling offer and it, it can resonate with people's audiences, if you go find find 8, 10, 20, 40 airplane academies to go kind of integrate your offer into their business, into their audience, it can scale very, very quickly. And it doesn't have to cost you any money up front. So I'm doing that at Airplane Academy. I, I, I think I, you know, I've driven over $10,000 in sales in the last few weeks for this flashcard company, which I'm, I'm sure moves the needle for him and is an exciting thing. And so this stuff really, really works. So to wrap all of that up, um, I really think that, that affiliate marketing can be extremely powerful for your business if you give it some time and some thought. So hope this episode was helpful. And uh, also, if you want to be on the podcast or you have a question about affiliate marketing or you have some some question you're stuck with or or any of those things, you can always email us at podcast at bossclub.com. We might feature you or your business or your question here on the show. And I mean it, we'd really love to hear from you. So hope this podcast uh, 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 episode was a blessing to you in your business. And I uh, can't wait to uh, talk to you guys next week. 